welcome to the Non-Negotiable Success Show. I'm your host, Nina, a New York City lawyer and former lobbyist who left my career in New York to discover my own definition of success. To me, that looked like time freedom, location freedom, and financial freedom. So I started a contract template shop online for entrepreneurs, started earning passive income, and took my life on the road traveling the world. Today, I help online entrepreneurs learn the legal side of business, like how to negotiate contracts, how to network, and how to protect your brand, but I also help busy business owners with tips and tricks I've learned along the way from marketing and sales online, which has earned me four times more in passive income than I've ever earned at a New York City firm. Tune in each week for trainings and talks about living life on your own terms to make your success non-negotiable. Let's get into today's conversation. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Non-Negotiable Success Show. I'm your host, Nina, and this is the Spring Clean Your Business series. So last week's episodes, we talked all about mindset shifts to really just get your energy in check for the rest of the year. And this week, we are going to dive into some of the more tangible trainings. We're going to be piggybacking off of the mindset trainings in this episode by first talking about ways that you can if you're still struggling with your mindset issues, handle that chicken and egg situation where it's like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Do I get my mindset right first so then I can tackle some of the things on my to-do list? Or do I do some things on my to-do list in order to give me a little boost of confidence, a quick win, a little instant gratification, and then move on? Because sometimes it really depends on both. I know this morning, It made me feel really good to wake up and get straight to work because otherwise my mindset would have been all over the place. So in this episode, we are going to talk about something that I posted about on my Instagram. So if you saw my Instagram, then, you know, this is just the more in-depth version of it. It's the spring clean your business checklist divided into three different sections. Now, I don't want to add more to your to-do list. I know we all have really never-ending to-do lists, but this is something that I feel like is going to help me over the next couple of weeks, and it already has as I've started to check some of these off of my tasks. Um, So I'm just sharing this with you, not as a, uh, a pressure point or a pressure cooker, but not for you to compare yourself to me or anyone else, because these are on my to-do list also, right? And I'm just sharing these with you because sometimes it takes, sometimes it makes a huge effort. Ugh, let me try that sentence again. I don't edit this because I'm recording this on my phone and like we got things to do today. Um, sometimes it makes a big difference when you take a week out of your schedule to take a step back so that you can really launch forward. So let's get into it. And by the way, I also went over this on my email list. If you are not on the email list, check the description of this episode because I'm always coming in hot with tangible trainings, with really deep dive stories and personal stories. And I'm also going to occasionally be sending you information about exclusive deals and discounts and bonuses and all that fun stuff too. So This is from my email newsletter as well, but if you're more of a audio 
book listener or podcast listener and you learn this way or you want to, you know, you don't have time to sit on your phone and read an email this week because you got so many things on your to-do list, then this is something that you can put on in the background while you're cooking or doing whatever and get ready for your next quarter of business. So this checklist is from my personal life as well because I can't concentrate on any present items until I clear my mind of the clutter. So I have this one notebook. I get it from CVS. It looks like it's like a hardcover notebook. I'm looking at it now. You might have seen it on my Instagram. It's like green with like weird flowers on it. I had a previous version of the same notebook. It was like pink and blue and had all these weird palm trees and stuff on it. And that was my 2020, 2021 version. And then I had one from like 2017 to 2019 that had like little garden gnomes all over it. It's from the same company. I have no idea what the company is, but I get it from CVS. And if you see it in the stores, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about because it's like an eight and a half by 11 hardcover notebook. And I don't know, it's just my ideas notebook, my business notebook, my creativity notebook. I don't journal in there anymore. I don't do, I don't write anything else. I don't take notes for meetings in there anymore. It's literally just my ideas notebook now. It helps me to get organized. It helps me really plan out my year. And it also has a few pages where every few months I'll just brain dump a fuck ton of things that are open loops in my brain and brain dump these tasks into my business creativity notebook. Um, That helps me a lot. That's like the first thing I have to do in order for me to even sit down on my computer and organize them into my Notion, my different, you know, to-do lists, whether I'm delegating it, if I'm on my Notion board or a team's Notion board for a project. So this is literally my Bible and I take it everywhere with me. It's like my safety net. Um, It's like my security blanket in a notebook form. So that is my first suggestion, and that is something that I do um, every time I feel this like ungrounded energy where I have all these open loops in my brain, blah, blah, blah. I take this notebook and I dump all these things out. So these are things that I've dumped out onto my notebook, and I've organized them for you so that they're not as hectic. Um, and then I'll take a few hours you know, on a weekend or late at night to close these loops one by one. Um, it helps a lot to close them in my brain just by putting them on paper so that when they randomly pop up again, like that's so Raven having a premonition in the middle of her day, I'm able to then be like, oh, well, it's taken care of because that leads us on my notebook to-do list, right? I'm not going to forget about it because I've definitely forgotten about shit in my life in my 30, almost three years of living. I've definitely forgotten shit and then woken up like a year later, like <gasps> in a sweat, Right. So here's the checklist. First section is going to be tech and office. Second section is going to be big picture planning. And third section is going to be backend admin. So let's start actually with big picture planning because I just talked about the notebook. That's the first thing. Get a new notebook for business ideas and creativity only. Yes, you do need one because this will really help you compartmentalize your thoughts. Having a notebook that's just for creativity and just for planning things like planning your funnels or planning your product launches or revamping your product suite or you know, organizing what, how you want your quarter to look like, 
visualizing sometimes I do scripting in here I don't really do journaling we're like this person said this and it really made me cry like I don't do that shit but I do like um scripting so visualizing like okay every day I wake up with the sun I do this blah 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 all those kinds of things that I want to envision especially as they relate to my business they all go in this notebook so this is something that I think is the first item on your to-do list get a new notebook for spring don't let anybody tell you that you spend too much money at Target don't let anybody tell you that you don't need a new notebook I'm telling you you need a new notebook for creativity only if you don't have one already and if you really think you have too many notebooks then go and like I don't know rip a few pages out of a random one and dedicate it to being your creativity only business ideas notebook you will thank me later second you're going to plan your content for the quarter what are you launching reverse engineer what you need to do for that launch and not only that but plan the content around that launch it really helps me to plan my content in series. So this is the Spring Clean Your Business series. It ends with my birthday sale. My birthday sale every year, I have 50% off my contracts. And this year I'm launching something really exciting with my friend Kaylee. It's something that I've launched um, or talked about launching previously for years. I've done a lot of content on my Instagram about it. And it's something that Kaylee has already in her product suite that just really makes sense for us to combine. So that's a little teaser. You're first to hear it and you'll see what that is um, next month. But it really helps me to have some kind of series to get me to rally behind being consistent with my content. So the Spring Clean Your Business series talks about spring cleaning your your to-do lists, spring cleaning your tech, right? Spring cleaning your contracts, spring cleaning your, you know, your notion boards and your boundaries and all those things. And it ends with the contract sale, you know, 50% off. And then also this new product that I'm launching. Um, in Halloween, I do the spooky series, which relates to my 1111 sale, my second big sale of the year. Um, I'll do a what the fuck would you do slash are you a savvy CEO series that related to me doing a little contract push back in February. I do, yeah, some other series here and there, the, you know, passive income series when I'm launching my passive income encyclopedia. And it really helps me to, like I said, be consistent. So take a look at your, what you want to launch for the quarter I mean, technically, we should really be looking at this for the whole year, but like I know things happen and we're not all that great at like being really, really, really planned ahead. So do the best you can at least plan this quarter for the quarter. It's hard to get ahead. Eventually, try to delegate and have people on your team to keep you accountable. Um, but I know what it's like. And so at the very least, plan your year, plan your quarter um, and plan your content for the quarter. Plan like the next six months of what you want to launch and then plan your content just for the quarter. Then you're going to create a schedule for content creation and actually stick to it for 90 days. So that might look like sending an email out on Sundays, writing that email on Fridays and Saturdays. Maybe it looks like creating five different Instagram posts, three reels, two carousels per week and creating those the first week of the month, right? I don't know. These are all just like random examples. Maybe it looks like batch recording podcasts so that you can be consistent with your podcast. Maybe it looks like actually sitting down for 10 minutes to record a podcast like I am and then posting it right after. 
because you didn't stick to your content creation schedule. But hey, I still have a few days until Q2 comes around. So don't judge me, right? So I'm going to actually stick to it for 90 days. Just 90 days. Just 90 days. It's not that big of a deal, right? Just 90 days. All right, so those are the three things on the big picture planning checklist. Number one, get a new notebook. Number two, plan your content and your launches. And number three, schedule for your content creation and stick to it for 90 days. Next up is tech and office. So first you're going to organize your folders and files digitally. So it really, this is something that I have to say I've done really well. I'm not this type of person who needs to go back and do all of this because I worked at law firms and I used to work in government firms as well, like government agencies. And we had to label our stuff like this or else like probably, I'm not even exaggerating, probably we would get fired because you need to have a shared drive that everyone can access things. Um, For years down the road, we need to know exactly where that file is, exactly where that contract is, exactly where that version of it was. Um, And so we always would save as. I also don't really do the whole save. And, you know, if you're on Google Docs, this is one thing, but especially if you're using things like Word or whatever, save as, don't save every time you update it. So for the format might look like date hyphen or dot like date hyphen client slash project name hyphen doc name. So let's say it's a contract that I drafted for Nina the lawyer. It would be 3.28.23 hyphen Nina the lawyer X, let's say Kaylee, Kaylee reveal studio X joint venture agreement for our little collaboration, right? Maybe that would look like then maybe let's say she had some changes and came back. It would be the same thing. Then it would be the last thing would be dash joint venture agreement version two. Or I would not even need that. I would just see from the date being the later date that there were some updates, you know, using common sense. So that is the format that we always used for different law firms and different government agencies. Um, and it just really helps to keep things organized so that you can really access things instead of just always reinventing the wheel, right? We want to make our lives easier. We want to have SOPs. And if you ever want to delegate things, like having a shared drive is the best way. Like go read through my shared drive before you ask me any questions and figure out what the fuck I do and what the fuck these things are. And like, you know, I remember back in the day starting at law firms, they used to hand me giant boxes of files or take me to the file cabinet and same thing, like go through all these files and see if you can figure out what the fuck is going on, you know, and like try to make some sense of it. And then when you have questions, we'll have a meeting about all your questions. We'll answer them. And that's it. And then you'll, you, that's, that's your training. That was my training, right? So having organized documents, having a shared drive, having a quote unquote file cabinet will really help you in the long run. Next up, you're going to back up your computer and phone photos because we're way too busy to see storage full every time we're trying to create content. I found this little like USB drive thing. So first of all, I have Apple iCloud storage, but every time I go to set it up, like I paid for it. And every time I go to set it up, it, it just doesn't, like trigger. So I don't know what that's about. And that's one of those things that's been on my to-do list for over a year and it's probably expired. And I never got around to it because I didn't spring clean my shit last year when I did this, you know. So now I have this little like thumb drive, USB drive, where one side of the, it's a double-sided, one side plugs into your computer, normal USB. 
the second side plugs into your phone and there's an app you can download and it's kind of janky and it's really not the easiest app to use, but at least you can like, you know, drag, so to speak, or upload your files, your photos and shit from your phone and then put them on this USB drive. And that makes me feel nice knowing they're in like a physical place as well. So you can look up that. Um, It was on Amazon. Last but not least, you're going to declutter your receipts and update your expenses because if you're like me, you have a ton of paper receipts. You know, I don't live in a city where like it's always email receipts, but even if you have email receipts, you might want to make a folder in your email inbox for receipts and just update your expenses. I have a bunch of paper receipts because here in Mexico, a lot of things are cash or even if you do pay with your card, they give you out uh, a receipt. So it's like, you know, sometimes when I have working lunches or travel expenses or whatever, I have those receipts for that. So, you know, I got to I got to do that. It's almost tax season for 2022. So let's get ahead for 2023. And last but not least, the last big section, back end admin. Number one, you're going to review your client communications your pitches, your proposals, your emails, your reminders, etc. Take a look at your pitch deck if you send a pitch deck to your high ticket clients or your proposal deck. Update those graphics, update the information. Don't be afraid to share your wins, right? If you have something that like this could even look like updating your story highlights, that's something I really want to do. Um, someone who does it really, really well with story highlights is Natasha's work and there's a few other people where like their story highlights just make so much sense. It's almost like having their website on their Instagram. That's something that I want to do. So that's something on my back end admin for the spring clean your business series. Things like really making, making, making things easier for me to talk about who I am consistently and share who I am. Another thing that I think makes a lot of sense is working on your pitch. So someone who does this really well is, uh, I'm, really sorry, Kate, I'm going to butcher her name, but Katarina Taran. Oh my God. Let me just go on my Instagram quick. Her username used to be Kate mob from mob management. Katarina, let's see. Katarina Tarantieva, right? Okay. So she's really good in her short form videos. I'm so sorry, Kate. (laughs) So awkward. (laughs) Um, in her short form videos, she's really good at having a hook and then being like, hi, I'm Kate, your brand momager, blah, 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 whatever she says. I started doing something like that. Similarly, hook, I'm Nina. I'm a lawyer for content creators and a content creator myself. So, you know, I get the inside scoop on everything, right? Practicing something like that and repeating it and reiterating it and all of your content's great. Another person who does this well on carousel posts is Alyssa from Inspired Media. She will have a slide at the end of her posts and a lot of other people do too, but I just happened to see hers today and I was like, I'm going to make one of those for my post today. Is She has a graphic of herself, hi, Melissa, blah, 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 whatever it says about whatever she does, like, follow, save, blah, blah, blah. Great. Okay. So things like that, that just make you seem more cohesive as a brand and just make your brand voice more cohesive and also just let you to get your your message out and your elevator pitch out are great as well. But even just working on like a list of people you want to pitch to, whether it's a collaboration or dream client or whatever, taking time to organize those things will make you feel like such a badass and then give you such a new... Um, will give you such a newfound hunger because we've talked in the podcast before about how there's no such thing as motivation, just discipline. It will give you a newfound hunger like, oh, these are the, the true norths I'm working towards, right? So take a look at that. 
Next up, you're going to update your contracts because contracts are not one size fits all. And you definitely had some updates since the last time you've updated them. You've had more experience. You've probably had more shitty situations. You've maybe progressed more. Maybe you're going to raise your rates, whatever it is. Take a look at your contracts, update them to make sure they reflect your boundaries. And last but not least, you are going to enforce your boundaries this year. We are not just having contracts to be part of like some, oh, I did it, let me check it off the list. No, it's not just an item on the spring clean your business checklist. It is something that is there for you when you need it to enforce it. So come up with scripts, look at your past conversations, how you've handled, if you've ever approached people when they've overstepped your boundaries, like past emails where you've asked people um, about refunds, you know, or, or not refund, ask people, but answer people about refunds. Or if you've dealt with anyone who was a ghost client or a difficult client, take a look at how you've answered before. If you've even answered, audit those communications and maybe create some scripts and save them for a rainy day so that you can be sure that you're equipped and ready to go when you need to stick up for yourself in the future. Make sticking up for yourself like the path of least resistance by taking out all of that extra steps and work and, oh, how am I going to say this? My emotions are involved. How are they going to respond? Keep it business as usual. Keep it an SOP and have these scripts. Some of my most successful clients, seven-figure plus businesses, always have scripts and SOPs um, for how to respond to these all types of shitty situations. And they've even hired me to help with them. So spoiler alert, that's something that me and Kaylee are going to be launching next month for the birthday sale slash collaboration. So, you know, you heard it here first, but keep an eye out. I'll have a lot more content coming in about spring cleaning your business in terms of your boundaries in the next few weeks. But this week we're sticking to just the overall theme of spring cleaning your business uh, boundaries and spring cleaning your business, getting ready for like, you know, having contracts that even are enforceable and we'll get to the boundary scripts later on uh, in the next couple of weeks but for now I hope this episode was helpful don't forget to leave a review send me a dm if you liked it share it on your instagram story with a little note if you want to say fuck you Nina this episode sucked be my guest but I just you know I want to know who's listening to it right now you're just a number on a screen so thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in the next one